sa ating God's Word for Today devotional. Once again, nagpapasalamat tayo sa Panginoon for another privilege and opportunity na mangangaral tayo sa salita ng Panginoon together. So basahin ko ang ating talata this morning sa 2 Kings chapter 13, dalawang verses lang po, 22 and 23. Pinahirapan naman ni Hazael na hari ng Syria ng ang Israel sa lahat ng mga araw ni Jehu Ahaz. Ngunit ang Panginoon naging mapagpala sa kanila at nahabag sa kanila at siya'y bumaling sa kanila dahil sa kanyang tipan kina Abraham, Isaac at Jacob at ayaw niya silang lipulin ni palayasin man sa kanyang harapan hanggang sa ngayon. Again, pinakilala sa atin Nirekord dito na ang dealing ng Panginoon maski sa hindi faithful na King, King Jehoias and even most of the kings ay gracious ang Panginoon at puno ng kahabagan. The Lord is gracious and merciful. In, in all the days of King Jehoias, who is the king of Israel now, sa lahat ng panahon, sa lahat ng buong karihan niya, he has experienced continual harassment from King Hazael, King of Syria. Palagi siyang pinuproblema because he was always attacked by the King of Syria, Hazael. Bakit ba? Because the Lord has permitted this not as a punishment but a chastisement to them because they were sinning against God. They were not faithful before the Lord. Nagkaroon pa sila mga idols sa lupain which God hated. So, chinachastise lang ng Panginoon. Pinahintulutan ng Panginoon that the king of Syria, Hazael, will attack them. Punishment as differentiated to discipline is ginagawa ito or it is inflected to somebody in order to for him to suffer that's the end in itself para bang ang punishment ang layunin talaga is para maglusa yung tao punishment is in itself the purpose of making the person suffer because of the consequence of his sins pero hindi ganoon ang chastisement chastisement is to discipline an erring person who is related with God. We know that the nation of Israel and Judah, they were the chosen people of God. So mayroon silang relasyon sa Panginoon because they are the covenant people of God. So ang Panginoon nagdisiplina sa kanila as a loving parent, katulad sa isang parent na nagmamahal sa kanila. Sa Hebrews chapter 12, verse 7 to 8, the writer expressed here na It is for discipline that you have to endure. God is treating you as sons. For what son is there 
whose father is not disciplined. If you are left without discipline, in which you all have participated, then you are illegitimate children and not sons. Kasi may relasyon bilang mga anak sa isang tatay. Ang tatay talaga ay magdisiplina. Because the discipline is done not to harm the person, but to purify the person. Kung walang pagdisiplina, ibig sabihin, hindi siya anak, illegitimate child. Hindi siya tunay na anak. So, if we, you and I, nagagawa kayo ng kasalanan sa Panginoon, and then, because of that, nagkaroon tayo ng consequence, mayroong pagdisiplina ng Panginoon. That is an evidence that God has a relationship with us. Kasi po, kung hindi tayo dinidisiplina ng Panginoon, hindi tayo matutuwa because nag, mayroong isang possible na reason dyan. And that is walang relationship sa Panginoon. It might be that hindi tunay ang ating pagkanak sa Panginoon kung wala tayong discipline. Because ang illegitimate na bata ay hindi idisiplina ng Panginoon. Because walang relationship. So the graciousness and mercies of God sa nation ng Israel ay resulta ito because of God's covenant through the fathers Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. So God's dealings with the nation has been predominantly by His grace and mercies. Hindi sila pinili ng Panginoon because they were good and they were a big, populated, malaking bansa. No. In fact, God picked them up, chose them, even when they were the least of the nations. Si Jeremiah, as Jeremiah, ay nagsasabi ng patuloy na pagbibigay ng Panginoon ng kahabagan sa nation ng Israel at itong verse na to or verse na to ay naging encouragement din sa atin because I think this promise, although it is primarily to the nation of Israel, but it has also a significant nagbibigyan uh, ng significant application din sa atin that you can claim this verse or these verses. Sa Lamentations 3, 22 and 23. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion. Says my soul. Therefore, I will hope in Him. So, ang dealing ng Panginoon sa nation ng Israel is not because they were good, not because they were always faithful to God, no. When in fact, sa sinulat to ni Jeremiah sa Lamentations, the word Lamentations means weeping, lament, kalungkutan. Bakit ba? Because this was in view of the coming captivity at Babylon. Nakita na ni Jeremiah at nalulungkot si Jeremiah to see that the nation of Israel will be captured and be becomes 
like slave in Babylon for 70 years. Pero ito yung pangako ng Panginoon na hindi bibitawan sila ni Lord. Yes, they will experience the 70-year chastisement in Babylon, but eventually makabalik sila sa lupain because ang Panginoon po ay puno ng kahabagan. Hindi sila makonsume. Sabi ko dito, His mercies never come to an end. Bago bawat araw. Kaya nga, we will be able to say, Great is your faithfulness. Now, sa atin, na hindi naman tayo mga Udiyo by blood, what is our reflection on this graciousness and mercies of God? I think the book of Romans ay nagpapayag sa atin kung ano po ka ano po kadakilan ating Panginoon. How gracious is our God. How great is our God. Because sinabi ni, ni, ni Pablo dyan sa Romans 5 verse 6 to 8 For while we were still weak at the right time in, at the right time Christ died for the ungodly. For one will scarcely die for a righteous person Though perhaps for a good person, one would dare even to die. But God shows his love for us in that while we were, we were yet sinners, or we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Nakakamangha talaga because sabi pa ni Pablo dito na while we were still weak, the word weak here is not just weak emotionally, but because we are unacceptable, we are weak. We have no merit at all before God. Namatay si Pinus Cristo for us and the ungodly. Kung may isang tao man na maaring magsakripisyo sa kanyang buhay, sa isang tao na mabait, pwede, pwede man. But how much more kung ang isang Diyos ay magsakripisyo sa isang makasalanan na tao? So Paul argued here that bihira ang tayo makakita or wala tayong naririnig na, na isang tao ay namatay para sa isang tao na mabait. Sa isang tao na worthy na ang isang tao ay magsakripisyo sa buhay niya. But it's really unimaginable, unfathomable hindi natin ma-explain itong unconditional na pumabahal ng Panginoon sa atin. Because namatay si Panginoon si Cristo while we were yet sinners. Christ died for us. Hindi namatay si Panginoon si Cristo para sa mga matitigong tao. Now of course, if a person receives the forgiveness of Christ, believes in his heart that Jesus is the, the, the Christ who died at the cross for the forgiveness of his sins, patawarin siya sa, kan- sa lahat ng kanyang mga kasalanan at bigyan siya ng karapatan na maging anak ng Panginoon. At ito ang kanyang kasiguraduhan na wala na pong makakuha sa kanyang kaluluwa o sa kanyang buhay apart from that word na mawala ang buhay niya, kaluluwa niya to be condemned in hell because sabi ng Panginoon, the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus. Yes, the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life through the Lord Jesus Christ. So para sa atin, 
God's greatest act of grace and mercy was at the cross. Wala na pong iba. It will be the icon of grace and mercies. Ang cross. Icon yan, simbolo yan sa grasya at sa kahabagan ng Panginoon. Of course, the cross means death. Anyone who was placed on that cross, di na po bababa na buhay. And Jesus did it for, for us. Pero para sa atin bilang nakatanggap ng biyaya sa cross, that cross is not is not a symbol of curse. Yes, it was a symbol of curse in the past, but sa atin ngayon, it was a symbol of God's gift of grace and mercies. Kasi sana tayo po din ipapako dun sa cross, but Christ did it for us because He loves us. So sa atin ngayon, ano ba ang ating gagawin? Let me suggest that the best that we can do is we have to glory in God's grace and mercies. And we have to glory in them alone. Because we are nothing apart from Christ. Si Pablo, nung sumulat siya sa Titus, chapter 3, verse 5 to 7, has, he has clearly explained here about the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and mercies of the Lord Jesus Christ na nakakabigay sa atin ng kaligtasan. Let me read. He saved us not because of works done by us in righteousness, but according to His own mercy, by the washing of regeneration and renewal of the Holy Spirit, whom He poured out on us richly through Jesus Christ, our Savior, so that being justified by His grace, we might become heirs according to the hope of eternal life. Wow. Niligtas tayo di sa ating ginagawa, kundi sa kanyang kahabagan, sa kanyang grasya. Because of His grace, we are renewed through the power of the Holy Spirit so that ang ating kasiguraduhan ay hindi po sa ating nagawa or magagawa, kundi po sa ginawa ni Panginoon sa Kristo. The workings of the Holy Spirit in and through our lives. Yes, the Lord is gracious and merciful. Jehoahaz, he didn't deserve the goodness of God. He didn't deserve the blessing of God. He was not a good king at the end of the day. Yet, pinakita sa atin that the Lord has honored his covenant to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Kaya nga, ang kanyang dealing sa kanila at sa atin din is by his grace and mercies. Oh, sana po, because we know that it's only by His grace and mercies that we are what we are right now, that we can be assured of our salvation in Christ. It should humble us. It should not make us proud, but break us and humble us. May God bless us. Panginoon, salamat po sa magang ito. Thank you for your word. Thank you for reminding us about your grace and mercies. Thank you that you have used a lot of people Lord, we are living in a, in a broken world where people are suffering. But thank you that despite of this situation, we can see your beauty, that you are our God who can transform our lives because you are gracious and merciful to us. 
to bless these words into our hearts today, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you.